Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Week four is just a couple of days away. Welcome to the Unreasonable Odds podcast. I'm Steve Buchanan with my co-host Julian Edlow and a very special guest, one of our favorite, favorite, favorite guests to grace the podcast, Joe Murray, one half of the bankroll boys, 98.5 The Sports Hub. The man is everywhere. You go somewhere, you're probably going to find Joe Murray there. If there's sports betting or if there's gambling, poker involved, Joe Murray's going to be in the vicinity. I I promise you that. But Joe Murray, welcome to the podcast, man. Glad to have you back. One of our repeat guests. Welcome to the show again. Thanks, guys. That is not unreasonable. Uh, (laughs) Yes, and if there's Down East Cider, I'll probably be there, too. (laughs) All right, we're We're going to get the sponsors here. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to talk all about week four, but as we always do on the podcast, we want to get to know our guests a little bit more. So we have the segment, know you better. We're going to wrap it. Yeah. I mean, this is, I was going to say, Joe's been on, but we have not done the know you better segment. Oh, wow. Here we go. go, Right. uh, Because we just slapped together a podcast to start. And now we're actually making segments and stuff like that as, as we grow. Um, So we will play a quick game of know you better with, uh, with Joe Murray which starts with and this doesn't don't don't give me a a dollar amount or anything it doesn't need to be your biggest win but or your or your highest plus odds win just your overall favorite win of your sports betting career oh uh baylor versus washington in a bowl game rg3's final game the total was set at 80 uh it went way over the total uh but just to let you know i had over the total in baylor minus 14 and they were down 28 to seven at the half. And I'm going, uh oh, this isn't good. And uh, I doubled down, and Baylor came back to win cover, and it went like over 100 points. But let's just say I was very emotional at halftime, uh, wondering, <laughs> what, what did I do this for? Uh, yeah, so that's the greatest, uh, greatest win of my life. Uh, and it was during fo- college bowl season. There we go. You knew that one quick, right off the bat. Oh, yeah. Well, Steve has a question for you. <laughs> yeah. So if you knew that one really fast, I assume you're going to know this one too. What is the worst loss that you endured? Oh, uh, six or seven. Uh, so it's the Oh six AFC championship game. Patriots Colts Patriots were up 21 to six at the half. I had Patriots in the over double down Patriots in the over second half. I actually called someone about Super Bowl tickets at oh. halftime. <laughs> What a and smoke I, to the Bears. What a smoke I, to the Bears. Yeah, so that's another one that the Patriots let get away besides the two Giants ones. But, yeah, uh, worst loss of my life, double down. Uh, it was bad, man. It was uh, it was bad. And it was Peyton Manning's, like, greatest performance of his life. Yeah. And that was hard to swallow as well. So, yeah, we're, and it, it was – yeah, these were, these were a long time ago, guys. Um, but yeah. there's been there's – been, I'll give you just one other one. One time I bet, I bet Tiger Woods once to uh, win against somebody. But he picked up the ball. I don't know if you guys remember that. And like, there was a big controversy, and they 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 gave him a, 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 a they like took off a, a stroke for him. Well, I technically won the bet, but because I didn't have a ticket in Vegas, and it's all done online through books, I lost my bet. But if I had a ticket that day, I would have won my bet if I was at a casino. They reversed it overnight, and I lost that bet. So wow. that one that was not a uh, that one hurt very bad. those are the like those are the ones where it's just kind of out of your hands the bad beats that i can't stand because if something goes different on the field on the court 
whatever, something goes just completely not the way that you saw it, that's one thing. But like the bad beat that I always give out to guests on this show that I had was um, we were actually going to have you on as our guest for for um, for 2020 March Madness, I guess it would be, which was never played. Um, DK Sportsbook at the time was running really cool props on uh, to be a what seed you would be in the tournament. So I, at one point in time, made a pretty big bet on Kansas plus 250 to be a number one, to be a number one seed, just one of the four one seeds. They were going to be the number one overall seed in the tournament. They closed when they closed odds for number one seeds. Kansas was minus 2000 to be a one seed. I had it in the bag. Then there is no bracket. COVID shuts down March Madness, and I void that bet. Wow. wow. That's always my bad beat that I share. Just completely if, out of your hands. If I can give you just one that happened last week, look into this, and all your listeners can look into this. Um, it was Harvard versus Brown last week. 49 to 10 with one second to go. Illegal. Illegal yes. extra point. Yes. So, obviously, 65 and a half. But <laughs> if it's not within three points, there's no extra point. What? What's going on in the Ivy League over there? Like, you know, it's a, they, I don't think I know. I, I don't think it's free tuition, too. But like, <laughs> where's the money going around over there to kick that extra point? Someone got greased. They kicked an extra point that by rule should not have been kicked to put the game over. That's mayhem. Um, that that would that's mayhem to me. Yeah, those those nerds need to do their research on football. Um, all right. A couple more quick ones before uh, before we finish up with Know You Better. Like you said, a lot of these beats that you're giving are pretty uh, old, back in the day. And as things have kind of evolved in sports betting, you go on Twitter, you can get any number you want, any trend you want. You want me to tell you why on Thursday night football tonight the Bengals are going to win? I can give you trends. You want me to tell you why the Jags are going to cover? I can give you trends. What number do you put the most stock in? What's a number that you want to find and you actually say, this has value to, to me making my bets? Teams on the road, I think uh... – for, for example, divisional underdogs close at like 67%. But this week, there's one of them, and we'll go around the league. There's one of them where divisional teams play each other, but the underdog I don't like in this case because the coach in his career is 8-0 against this team. So those type of things I look into is how a coach is versus another coach. We'll get into that. But yeah, I look at trends. I look at all sorts of trends. The ones I don't like are the how do they play on turf at night? You know those baseball ones, Steve. You know, yes, what I mean? like, yeah, yes. That's Steve's. That's Steve's follow up question. Right <laughs> that there. was going to be my follow up, but you're exactly right. Like I, I bring this up all the time. Like I remember seeing something. It was like what Russell Wilson does, like on Monday Night Football. I don't give a flipping crap what he does on Monday Night Football. Like that is the most useless stat. And people are like, oh, you got to bet this. I'm like, why? So you can lose on this stupid trend. Is there anything else that you have that you like just completely ignore? Anything? Kirk, like Cousin, Kirk Cousins one o'clock games. Have you heard that one before? <laughs> you know? Hey, yes. ever heard ever heard Andy Reid off a bye or Bill Belichick's the greatest oh. after a loss? Have you ever heard yeah. these things? Fade, fade them all now. Love it. That's exactly what you got to do. There is, um, a, I mean, but that that is the unfortunate thing about Twitter. Like, there is a lot of useful stuff, but there is a ton of BS out there too as well. And these guys are getting paid to sway. I, I, I always say sway me, pay me is one of my things. But like, you know, I'm, I'm watching Chris Felica the bear today and he's like pumping out these negative Miami stats for college football tonight. And I'm like, huh, negative Miami stats. Like, is he back in Virginia? Is this making <laughs> me think Virginia? Cause Miami's a four point favorite tonight at home on national television. So I just saw that being pumped out and I was like, no, oh, I wonder if he wants me to not go with Miami. <laughs> Um, all right, we finish up with this, and the only answer that you're not allowed to give is uh, betting within your means, bankroll management, because we all preach that, we all give that. You're with with sports betting becoming legal in so many states now. Congratulations to Connecticut. We'll see you guys at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Foxwoods. Yeah, we'll uh, be there. Your your best advice for new sports bettors? Uh, no parlays, no teasers. Just go straight oh, in, man. We Just tease. Go- just we go tease. straight. Just go we straight. Left. We tease a lot. <laughs> yeah, and don't and don't get me wrong. There's like last week that one of the best teasers we had out there was Carolina, Arizona, right? Just easy, yeah. boom, boom, done. Buffalo on Sunday was was with I don't know how many different teasers. So it's fine if you want to do a teaser a week. All I'm trying to say is all these buildings were built off of parlays and teasers. 
You know, if you just if you pick five games, win three of them, dude, you're happy at the end of the week. Yeah. And, and the other thing too is try try to avoid um, big favorites on the road in college sports. These teams just play different at, at home, you know. Like like I look at a Texas football team, right? They go on the road first game, they they stink. So any double double digit favorites have not done well in college. Alabama last week, double digit favorite on the road. A lot of these teams, they're young, they're kids still, you know, and they play way better at home than they do on the road. So that I'd say no parlays, no teasers, and, and try not to do double digit favorites on the road. So I will, before we move on to, to week four in the NFL, say one thing about teasers. <clears throat> and um, this is coming from me while I'm, while I'm hot because I liked, like my best bet was that Carolina, Arizona teaser, but I was yeah. like, mm, I kind of like Buffalo. Ooh, I kind of like, um, I kind of like Baltimore. I kind of like Cleveland. So I did for one unit slap together the five leg six point teaser. I said, Whoa. just in case this is just in case I'm right. And this is a big teaser week where all these legs are the right leg. Um, I want to benefit from that. Now I owe Justin Tucker a beer because he got that through Ravens 1.1 and a half win the game by two. I owe Justin Tucker a beer. It shouldn't have gotten there necessarily. Um, but the point is, so I agree with you on the parlays, but if you had parlayed those five yeah. teams on the money line on DraftKings Sportsbook, it was plus 212. A six-point teaser with five legs, plus 400. It was a value bet where yeah. I said, I, if we get double the odds on essentially the same money line parlay here, I have to yeah. do it. Right. Yeah, I would just like say, yeah, yeah, and just sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll just throw in, if a team's like minus, you know, plus one or plus two, Sometimes it's better to just take the money line because it's sure, you know, they're probably more probable to win than couple. Right. All right. So the week four board, we have a whole thing that we can go into here. Joe, we'll start with you. Uh, What kind of stands out to you this week? Uh, Any lines that you think are are just completely uh, baseless? Is there anything that really kind of caught your eye when you're looking at the board here over on DraftKings Sportsbook? So I'm inundated with the, with the Belichick Brady thing is, I mean, how can we get away from it? Sure. Um, at this point, and I'm and I'm trying to find different ways, guys. I really am. Like, what else is out there this week? Um, so we did an appearance today on our station, 98.5 The Sports of in Boston, cheap plug. Uh, but we, you know, there there are some things that that did stand out to me. Um, I'll just give the one I kind of teased to you guys. Uh, that Cardinals Rams game. Um, I love the Rams in this spot, and the number one reason why, and, and I'll, I'll pull up the trend for you in a second here, but. The number one reason why I like this bet this week is the fact that um, when you look at, you know, the, the, the scores for, um, sorry, the scores for the Rams, they, they've been blowing it out of the water. Their totals have been great. Like they've been completely crushing it. But more than anything, um, you know, when it comes to this team, Los Angeles has never lost to Arizona during Sean McVay's time as the head coach. He's 8-0. and They've won the games by 20 points. Uh, only one of them was decided by fewer than 10 points. So he's 8-0 straight up. He's 7-1 against the spread. The Cardinals, the last four meetings against the Rams, they're 0-3-1. These are all with Kyler Murray. Now, going back to the eight meetings, they're 0-7-1 their last eight meetings, the Cardinals against the Rams. Um, so the more I look at it, the Cardinals have scored a ton of points this year. 135? Rams have scored 95, lean over right away, but Sean McVay owns Cliff Kingsbury and Kyla Murray. I wouldn't go against that despite what we saw last week and a, maybe a hangover. Dude, an 8-0 record? Why would you fade that at this point? I was going to say, the once you went to 8-0, I was going to say, what is it the last two years? Because um, Kingsbury has gotten four cracks at McVay, yep. but it, I mean, it holds up. They're covering those three ones. One. So. Yep, 0-3-1. A lot of sharp money, obviously, coming in Arizona here. It was at six, yeah. I think, when we did the podcast on on uh, Monday. And now we're looking at four and a half, right? Four. Four. Yeah. I don't, I'm not betting the Cardinals. <laughs> I, 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 I hate this game. Like, there's nothing I like about this game. Like, the, the total since last week has gone up five points. This was at 50. The over under in this game has gone up to 55. Like I hate the spread. I hate the total, 
but I want to like this game because like, this is going to be like a fun game to watch. I just, I can't decide on which side that I like here because both these teams are scoring a ton of points, but both of the teams have also been electric defensively too, as well. Like that's, that's where I really keep getting hung up on. Like, obviously we have the matchup with Jalen Ramsey going against DeAndre Hopkins, who by the way, is also a little banged up. He's got a mispractice on Wednesday with a rib injury. There's a lot of things I like about this game. There's a lot of things I absolutely despise about this game too, as well. I think I'm, I think I'm just leaving this one on the board, which is really unfortunate. Cause like I mentioned, I do like this game a lot, like just as is, but from a betting perspective, like I, I, I don't have a feel for this game at all. Yeah. Um, let's stick in that division. Probably the best division in football, the NFC West, another four o'clock late afternoon game, Seattle at San Francisco. Yeah. Um, Total was 52. We're now seeing 51 and a half on DraftKings Sportsbook. I haven't bet this. I lean over in this game. Um, see, I had Seattle, Minnesota over last week. First half looked great. Nine points in the second half. None of them from Seattle get stuck on 17 points in that game. But they can put up points. We know that. And we just saw Aaron Rodgers carve up. San Francisco on the road in that Sunday night game. San Francisco is all kinds of dinged up on defense once again. And Seattle just straight up doesn't have the defense. So I don't know if I trust San Francisco's offense, but it got going eventually against a bad Green Bay defense. This is a bad Seattle defense. I think we're, and, and totals aren't, aren't my, my thing. I'm more of a sides guy, but I think I like the over 51 and a half in this one. The last six meetings between Seattle and San Fran have gone over the total um there, so, there you go and then uh just one thing to throw at this one this is russell wilson stat seattle's one and seven against the spread seattle's last eight road games they struggle on the road they, they do. put up points but they struggle so i think the over is the safe play but dude jimmy garoppolo wins right i mean let's just flat out say it he might not be the best quarterback he gets you to the Super Bowl. I know he missed one pass in a Super Bowl game, right? I know it was the biggest moment of his life. The guy flat out wins when he's healthy. It's kind of hard to fade him in the spot. If you made me play the game, I would. If you made me play a side, I would. I would side Niners. But this is one where I'm looking to maybe get involved in the over. How much do you guys think trends really matter? Because I'm going to tell you this year in particular, I've just been playing it. And it's, it last week we, I didn't lose a game. I agree. Did not lose one game. I took the Rams outright, took the Chargers outright. It was just based off the history of uh, of just the trends. And I feel like this year, why not bet the over? You kind of, you know what I'm saying? It's like a 100% six trend. Why not do it, you know? Well, so here's a trend. Um, here's a trend. We'll stay in the 4 o'clock window. God, I don't have the number in front of me. I'm going to make this up, but it's going to be ext- either right or extremely close. That's good. The Steelers at the Packers. The Steelers oh. stink. Ben oh. Roethlisberger stinks. Tomlin as a touchdown underdog. Now, this is six and a half as we record on DK Sportsbook, but uh, minus 105 on, on Pittsburgh plus six and a half. It has touched seven. Tomlin is a touchdown or more underdog. Nine, three, and one against the spread. If you want to go for the Steelers here. Now, I, I think the Packers are going to win this game. I think at six and a half, they're a safe teaser piece. Just to have them win the game. Um, Joe seems to like the trend. We'll see if Joe thinks they can win outright. What do you got? I don't love Pittsburgh in general, but yeah, the Steelers as as an underdog on the road, dude, since 2019, you mentioned it. I got 10 and three. That's just as an underdog outright. So yeah, you you got it against the spread. I don't know. I don't know if I want to back the Steelers here, but that trend... History well, we, shows that's where you go. We all of a sudden, like, gross performance against the Raiders, even grosser performance against the Bengals. We all of a sudden forget that this team stomped the Bills on the road in week one. Like, that's that's an impressive performance. So as, they an have underdog, it in them. as an underdog. Right. As a, as a six-and-a-half-point underdog, the, this exact number. Yep. They just have no offensive line. That's where the biggest misconception comes from me. That's the biggest, that should be the biggest concern. And then Deontay Johnson is banged up too as well. No guarantee that he plays. So you have uh, Ben Roethlisberger who can't escape any pressure to save his life. And then the perceived wide receiver one coming in banged up if he even plays. That's what I can't get over. 
So for me, like, and you mentioned it, Julian, the Packers are by far my favorite teaser piece to just basically have to win this game. Like that's where I'm starting all my teasers this week wow. is with the Packers. Yep. Wow. Absolutely. That's I'm that. So you're going to, you're going to tease them down. Oh yeah. To win the game. Minus, yep. minus a half a point. Yeah. Money line. So you're giving yourself six points essentially um, to, to cover um, yep. whether if they just win the game. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just think the trend is, isn't Steelers just been bad since last year? You know, the Bengals game, right? Bengals on national television Thursday. But since that game, they're, they've they've completely fallen off and Roethlisberger has fallen off. Yep. Despite the opening game of the year. All right. Well, we're pretty much working on the 4 p.m. window here. So we'll just finish out. There's one more game. Um, and I like Baltimore with the point uh, at Denver. Mm-hmm. So this is just a value play. Like Baltimore, Baltimore could be 3-0, and could be 0-3. Um, but in general, we know they're a pretty good team and they're starting to get a couple of bodies back, some receivers for, for Lamar Jackson. Um, they're, they're coming off some tight wins. They're coming off some highs. But the look ahead here, Baltimore was a three-point favorite. Now we're putting value in a 3-0 and Denver team, and uh, Teddy Bridgewater covers. He is Teddy covers, um, and I've made a lot of money backing the Broncos early in this season. But why have I backed the Broncos? Because I've been fading their opponents. They have as easy – it's been as close to as easy as it gets. Maybe not quite there, but week one, Giants win. Week two, Jags cover and win. These are all covers and win. Week two, three – Host the Jets, shut them out, cover and win. Um, <laughs> these aren't good teams. These are bad teams, bottom of the barrel teams. Now, I, if this game was in Baltimore, I'd be all over the Ravens. Um, it's in Denver, tougher place to play, but this will probably be a small play on the Ravens as a, as a dog for me. Under the total. 45, okay. right? Seem, seems too low a little bit. Eight of Baltimore's last 11 road games, this is all with Lamar Jackson, have gone under the total for them. Um, it's a tricky line, guys. One, everyone probably going to love – I just feel like a public thing will be the Ravens here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know you mentioned Teddy Covers and everything to that degree. Uh, but just just to throw this one out there, and Steve, I don't know how you, you generally feel about this, but the favorites in this series, the last eight games, seven and one. When these two teams play, obviously uh, Broncos would be the favorite in that one. And the home team is six and two against the spread. So uh, that's why I'm going to go with the under here, even though I don't love the 40 fast. Yeah, the Broncos. Ravens, I just quickly looked at the splits as of Thursday morning from DraftKings Sportsbook. The Ravens have about 70% of the money. Uh, Broncos corners are legit. Yeah. They are legit. And so if, if, if the Ravens are going to struggle to run the ball as it is, and then you're going to have to force Jackson to throw, I don't know who he's going to get it to, especially when Marquise Brown can't catch anything. Well, now he's dead. Last, last week was tough. <laughs> um, I played him in fantasy. I don't want to go fantasy on you here. I no, agree. Go ahead. Moved him into the lineup, you know? But yeah. Yeah. Thought he was, you know, he was back. Uh, yep. He uh, had 200 yards and three touchdowns if he caught everything like he was supposed to. And they weren't even like in tight, in tight coverage and t- like just flat out missing. Yeah. It was brutal. It was it was absolutely maddening. And and honestly, it wouldn't have made that Ravens game such a sweat. I mean, it was fun at the end. Like now, now we'd be like, oh yeah, that was no problem. But that game wouldn't even have been close if Brown <laughs> caught even half of those passes. Yeah. It would have been it would have been a blowout. No problem. What I kind of no, like about you guys here is. Steve, you're kind of like, what's going on in the, on the field? This is what I see on the field. And Julian's <laughs> like, well, you know, the trends and, you know, the, and I'm just sitting here like, well, yeah, but no. But but at least at some point we do have to look at teams, right, and just say. You got to use some eye test. I, you I know, know, you know what I mean? Like, you just got to. And I, can, I, can I just give you one? And I don't know if you're going to talk about the Thursday night game. Do what you want. We can. Let's, let's, go, to, let's go to Thursday night now. All right. Let's, let's, just, let's just be real. Can you bet on the Jaguars in this situation? No. You can't bet on the Jaguars, period. No. So, so like, forget the number, right? It's kind of like, what's the number? Seven and a half, seven, whatever? It, it went from seven to seven and a half on Okay. DNA. So, I don't love the Bengals as a as a favorite. I just, when have they really, like, and I know Barrow's been good against the spread, so whatever. So, here's Joe. Let me tell you, uh, Julian, we'll give you the trends numbers. We know Joe Burrow is eight, three, and one against the spread as a starter in his career. 
That's great. Do you know he has been favored once. Do you know when it was? They lost. They right? won. They won. They, that they, game. won the, they didn't cover though, did they? They covered. Ooh. Here's the only other time Joe Burrow was a favorite. It was week four last year. It's week four now. It was at home. This is at home. It was against the Jaguars. This is against the Jaguars. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. 30, Bengals were one, one, one and a half point home favorites. Yeah, yeah. They beat the Jaguars 33 to 25 in week four. And Joe Burrow is one and zero straight up, one and zero ATS as a as a favorite. The eyeball test tells me, okay, on a short week, you're going to back the rookie, rookie quarterback? Rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, first short week on the road. Out. <laughs> yeah. no. That's a, I'm giving you the out. Not, not, uh, I don't care what the line is. It's, it's uh, Bengals or nothing. Yeah. I'm with you. So, yeah. I mean, I would like to get it at seven or less if I'm in on Cincy. Um, I put something on Twitter this morning. I just tweeted out a random DK Sportsbook parlay and said, this looks like a good bet. It might go into my article, my Thursday night best bets article that I'm, I'm going to have out uh, later on Thursday. Plug, plug. It includes baseball. I don't bet baseball. I haven't given out a baseball play in a long time. Good. The Red Sox need to win this game in Baltimore against a very, very bad pitcher they have nick pavetta on the mound won all, won all four of his starts against the orioles this year um you've already got it done on on wednesday night against those six nothing shutout chris sale didn't get it done that was the wake-up call for this team i blame cora for that by the way yeah he left, agree. left him out but there you go, but can you go to the it's like can you go to the bullpen well yeah i think you had to you know what i mean so yeah. i think that the sale loss was uh, People will say that's, oh, anything can happen. I think that was the wake-up call that they need to get these other two games. Yep. Red Sox-Bengals money line parlay. Don't parlay, Joe. Don't parlay. Minus 112 gets you to standard juice. Mm. That's my Thursday night play. The, the, the ja- it, It's equally as much of a the Jaguars and Orioles won't win as it is the Red Sox need to win. The Bengals should win this one at home. I, a, cr- a rare cross-sport money line parlay for me two teamer i'm getting that in on thursday night but that's the sweat the multi-sport sweats and they end on the same day which is great uh by yeah, the way if you ever and it ends 90, on the same day <laughs> if you ever listen to 98 the sports we have a big problem with crossing sports so See, i'm out on that one <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to cross sports tonight man well here's my Here's my question. Other than like an entertainment factor, maybe you're like not a baseball fan and you're a casual better and you only want to bet games you watch or whatever. What is the, what are people's issues with cross sport parlays? Because I think a lot of the time people will say, Oh, I have this, I have, this is one team I want to put in a parlay, but Oh, I can't find another. And then they force something they don't like and they don't win it. Like, what if you really like this from football, you really like this from baseball or basketball or hockey or whatever. I don't care. You have two strong pieces and you're like not putting them together because you're only thinking one sport. True. Just take your two strongest pieces, put them together, win. Yeah. You're smart, man. You're way smarter than me. And you can always. <laughs> no, I was so sorry. You're that the was guest. supposed to be. I made that more of a statement. That was supposed to be a question. Why <laughs> don't there's those people. Like, who, there's those why people. Why don't who bet people parlays. like cross parlays? There are people who bet parlays and just have that one spot open. So, you know, maybe. That. maybe oh, yeah. So maybe tonight they, you know, they do it. All right. You know what? I'm in. I'm in with you. All right. All right. Let's go. go with you tonight. We're going to call it the uh, the Julian Edlow sweat of the night cross sport. The Edlow cross sport sweat. There's nothing yes, like there it. There we go. There we go. I like that. So, all right. So can we add a third leg and make it a triangle? No, we don't do three legs. This is where Steve gets greedy. This is where, see, this is where Steve comes in and takes a perfectly good winner and just trashes it. <laughs> I don't know, Steve. Let me know on the side, bro. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll What's it going to be? You have to at least say what it would be. I'm trying to see if you can do it first, and then and then I'll let you know. Oh, I'm doing it's a it prop. At... It's a prop, isn't it? Oh, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Okay. Probably well, a good thing that we can't. Yep. Yep. But okay. I will say, though, for a quick, real quickly, uh, a prop for tonight that I'm absolutely going to hammer is uh, uh, Jamar Chase anytime touchdown. Tell me that he's not scoring. Even money. Tell me he's not scoring. I was so wrong about him. I, I I loved him in call. I 
I didn't think he was going to transition. He couldn't see the football at one point. Like this one, that was such garbage. <laughs> I the know. best receiver, the best receiver in college football. Can't see the top five, five. Forgets how to catch. Yeah. <laughs> like Marquise nope. Brown. <laughs> I know. Not, not, I buy, that not buying that story. I'm, I'm with Steve. So I'm pretty much giving out my full article here. The Red Sox Bengals parlay. Jamar Chase, even money, anytime touchdown score. And here's the other one we're going to do. Jamar Chase, long reception, over 25 oh. and a half yards. Oh, that's it? Pull up 25 and a half yards for his long reception. Wow. Now, now I got to get into his, uh, now I got to get into his game log. And, um, oh, he's absolutely surpassed that each time. Yeah. It, so I'll just, the easy answer is, yeah, he's three for three going going over that but i'll give you the exact uh i'll give you it's minus 115 for the overall numbers here yeah so he's basically i mean week one against minnesota five grabs for 101 he averaged over 20 yards grab week two against chicago two for 54 average 27 yards grab pittsburgh game he averaged 16 and a half yards a grab um his long reception for each game 50 42 34 he's yeah. cleared it by about 10 yards to 23 yards in each of these games chase long reception over might cash him on the same play if he just catches a bomb and goes to the end zone that that would be a beauty right there absolutely would love to any see other that. value you see like a tyler boyd or uh boyd receptions a, a joe mixon prop maybe something like that mixon's mixon. been running well yeah he worries me though. He 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 can disappear like nobody else. That's the only thing I worry about. Proclaimed himself best running back in the league last week. Yeah, he's probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, th- this is what I say though. Like, if you obviously like the Bengals, like like you very you know state that you did, Joe, then you would have to like his rushing yard prop or his rush attempts. You know what I mean? Rush attempts it out. is high, by the way. Do you know what it is? It, I'm, I'm I'm on it right now. I'm, t- I'm uh, twenty and a half. Wow. Whoa. A lot of carries. That's a lot of carries. All right. I'll t- I, I take it over 89 and a half rushing yards though. I'm that's I'm fine with that. Minus 115. I'll be good with that. 20 and a half though. 20 and a half for a, a like Derrick Henry Gisco. number. Right. Yeah. 20 and a half. And you know, they have him as just over a touchdown favorite. Like I would expect that if it was a higher spread than that. You know what I mean? Like that. Mm. Not a fan of that. Well, but I do like the 89 and a half. I'm on, I'm on the three I gave. It's a Bengals socks night. It's a chase night. I could get down with Jeez. that. You got to get yourself a pizza and like, you know. Oh, there will be pizza. There will be beer. Okay. All right. Yeah. And there will be winners. <laughs> Joe. Beer and winners. <laughs> Joe, you know what? 95% of our audience is not going to know. You know what I'm getting for the game tonight? Yeah. Jamie's roast beef. Oh, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I say thought you were going to say Cal. I thought you were going to say Kowloon. Oh, Cal- okay. I'll be there tomorrow night. I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I, I was living, I was apartment life. I was North Shore, so I would get a lot of uh, Kowloon takeout during the pandemic. Um, yeah. Now as a homeowner, I'm, I'm South, I'm a South Shore guy. This is for our Massachusetts listeners now. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm no longer really, really in that, in that market. But Joe Murray basically runs the place. So I have to go to the Kowloon right. with Joe Murray sometime. Correct. Let me know right. if you're on your way, and I'll we'll take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to um, Sunday afternoon. One uh, p.m. window even, time. One yeah, PM we haven't even time. talked about the one p.m. windows. Um, Titans. That's my other favorite uh, teaser piece. Put that with the Packers. That's my favorite bet of the week. So we'll just get right into that. But get the Titans down to one. You get the the Packers down a half a point. I mean, that, there's your teaser right there. That's that's your two leg piece for the week. So you like the Titans this week. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Against the Jets, of course. So here's uh, why is my thing. So, why is the line so low? Right. So Joe, right. Exactly. Joe can maybe look up some trends, some history for this. If if you're, I see, I see your eyes moving around like that's what you're <laughs> doing. Um, <clears throat> for me, everybody's getting too cute here, and here's why they're getting too cute. Money's coming in on the Jets. And they're essentially saying that Tennessee's banged up. AJ Brown's probably out. Julio Jones is questionable. Um, and that the Jets, who have looked awful moving the ball, have played good defenses, Carolina, New England, Denver. And that against Tennessee, they'll be able to move the ball and 
keep this game close. They will be able to move the ball better, but they're, they're not going to keep up with Tennessee. Even if they don't have the receivers, Derrick Henry is going to run down their throat. Um, I'm not like this one could get a little icky like Arizona and Jacksonville did last week where there's a moment where you're like, Oh my God, the jets might actually win this game. The jets aren't going to win this game though. Um, they're still the Jets. Zach Wilson's still bad. He's still, even against a less, you know, lock you down type of defense and secondary, he's still going to make some mistakes and give Tennessee the ball a couple of times. And when he does that, Tennessee will capitalize with Henry and then not give it back. So I think people are getting a little cute on the Jets here. And I agree. This is obviously a big teaser leg for me as well. Tennessee's going to win the game, I think. Probably another game we have to look at it and say eyeballs, right? Um, Jets can't score right now. They just can't. Um, and a whole, basically, I, I give you 16 games, guys. The unders, all right, last 15 games, the unders 11 and four. Um, so if I, you know, if I stretched it out a whole season, it's 11 and five, whatever, uh, whatever. So to help my argument, 11 and four last 15 games, uh, the under is hit. That is, uh, three with, um, with, uh, Zach Wilson. But, uh, I will tell you this though the Jet, the the Titans struggle against the Jets uh, last ten games two and eight against the spread, but this is a different Jets team, right? So yeah, um, the seven and a half just it's just a different version of the same bad though. That's right. The Jets are always bad. It's just like <laughs> all right, here's our new bad guy. Okay, can I give you one more though? The Titans yeah. is a road favorite, not good. Um, one and four against the spread as a road favorite uh, dating back to last season. So the line seven and a half, I think they'll cover. I think they win. It's just, I don't know. Can, can they like miraculously score a couple of touchdowns? Like does Derrick Henry just run the ball all day long? Plus guys, the, the total went from 46 to 44. I already gave you under on 45 and didn't love it. Yeah. 44. I don't know if I can touch that. That's a tough number. It's That's a, a tough, tough number. number. Nothing but for me on the total. You know what I like that the Titans are finally starting to do is that they're passing to Derrick Henry now, too, as well. Yeah. Keeping him involved in that aspect of the game, which he wasn't really involved in. So the more he's on the field, which is what they're doing now, that I, I just the Jets are not going to be able to stop Henry. Nobody can stop Henry. So the Jets are certainly not going to be that team. And if they're going to start throwing to him, too, as well, there's no way I would put any money on the Jets at all. Not not at this number. I agree. I mean, I'm not going to – the Jags, the Jets, like I'm not going to bet on these teams all year. Um, yeah. It's just knowing the weeks to lay off of them, really. And I don't think this is a week you need to lay off in a teaser for for Tennessee. I think it's getting a little, a little bit too cute for me. Um, well, I did want to just throw this out here. Teams that are 0-3, though, generally cover, cover week four. Um, I just, I think that's where they're trying to respect the line here. I think that's the respect of the line. The Titans struggled on the roads over the year. Um, and I, yeah, so I think that's why the line is what it is. Yep. That's fair. Um, that is now my new favorite trend to ignore. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Another one that's turning into a, a big, uh, teaser piece for me and by the way so i i hit my my teasers last week i put i put them together basically my my favorite five legs this week and dk sportsbook tweeted it out and said which leg loses everybody said tennessee's losing to the jets outright those are all the responses i was getting on twitter um one that people don't seem to think is uh going to let us down is kansas city minus seven at philly the Chiefs are now 1-11 against the spread in their last 12 regular season games. Brutal. Everybody backs them because before that, they made everybody money every week. Before that trend started, they were 15-2 and two against the spread in their last 17. So a serious roller coaster ride for, for Chiefs betters. The Chiefs are going to win and cover this week in Philadelphia. It is a big bounce back week. Two losses in a row for Kansas City. A homecoming for Andy Reid to Philly against a defense that just gave up 41 to Dallas and is now on a short week. Kansas city's defense is a, is a problem. It it is for sure. Um, in the AFC, um, it makes me like the bills more than them in the AFC, but 
as it pertains to this week, if we have two bad defenses and Phillies might be worse, whose offense do we trust more? Kansas City by a mile. Kansas City is going to win and cover this game. What do you got, Steve? How bad that Jalen Hurts was um, scampering last week is a big concern for me. Now, the Chiefs don't have a great pass rush by any means, but neither does Dallas. So if Dallas was able to get Jalen Hurts that uncomfortable last week, I shudder to think what the Chiefs could do this week too as well. And there, I probably put them on the same tier in terms of pass rush. So that worries me a lot. That really worries me because I would like to, I want to like the Eagles to cover in this game. But after last, after what I saw the other day, was that Monday's game? I think, yeah, Monday's game mm-hmm. completely changed my mind. Because if you ask me on Sunday or Saturday who I like to cover, I'd probably go with the Eagles. But after Monday, can't I can't do it. They were they look bad. So um, two things that stand out to me. Uh, did you guys watch Manning Cast at all? I love uh, the yes. Manning Cast. Love it. I do too. And, and a couple of things that just stood out to me. I love the X's and O's stuff. Like it doesn't work on podcasts or like you know what I mean. The people don't really love that stuff, but that's why I think that's why we all like it, right? Because it's inside. Um, but they, the, the Eagles don't, don't play man to man. They play this zone. That's like, you know, they just, they just can find the spots. Pat Mahomes is going to find those spots. Yeah. Um, I'll just give you two things. Um, he, whenever he's had a two game losing streak, right. He's responded by wins of 28 points or more. He did it against the Raiders in 2018, a 24 point win and against the Broncos back in 2019 the other so thing we're looking here, at chiefs alternate lines here big plus money <laughs> no no but for real though you're right right this is this is where someone who has a nice bankroll or, or or you know likes to dabble you might want to chip in at a double digit win a 50 you because know, again 28 points 24 yeah, against right. the broncos in 29 that's a 20 point difference those are what Plus 300 400s in there right um, no steve thought it was a joke i was being serious yeah yeah like, no for, for real we're not making like five unit plays here on the Chiefs minus twenty one, but like you well, know, like I put half I'd a put, unit on fourteen, half exactly. a unit on seventeen, exactly. Uh, and I just call twenty five bucks because, dude, if you can hit twenty five bucks on like a plus five hundred or good, good for you. Yeah. Um, one other thing too is, uh, I don't think Clyde Edwards Hilaire has been great, guys. And you know, remember how Sony Michelle was a first round pick and he got crapped on all over by the Patriots. He at least won with the Patriots the Super Bowl, right? Hilaire hasn't, but uh, the defense has given up 134 rushing yards per game. It, this might be the, the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire game. Um, so, yeah, I, I think seven and a half. I buy the hook if you're really nervous about it. But for me, this is a short week spot against a team that should be good. The only thing I'm concerned about, I have this thing about Super Bowl losers, guys. Um, I just go back to Seattle. Look what's happened to them. The 49ers maybe have yeah. turned it around a little bit, but just these teams that lose the Super Bowl, man, they're hard, hard to bet the following year. But again, this is a different type of quarterback with, with Patrick Mahomes. That seven and a half alternate line gets you even money too. Okay. No juice. Um, <clears throat> all right. Let's try and rifle through the rest of the 1 PM window. Um, like da- Dallas, Carolina, I think that Dallas is due for some regression at some point, but I also think Carolina's in a pretty bad spot, losing Horn, losing McCaffrey. I initially wrote up Dallas minus four in my article. I, I'm liking that play less and less. I might hedge out of it. I don't know. We can we can talk about that one a little. Gross game of the week. Now everybody loves the Lions all of a sudden. Um, Bears minus three at home. This is going to be just like Cincinnati after a gross one. I kind of like the Bears in that one. Um, Washington football team and the Falcons are, are around to pick them. I lean to the team that plays defense. I like Washington in there. Other games in that window. Winless Colts at Dolphins. Interesting game between the Browns at Vikings. Giants at Saints. Um, and then, of course, Steve's game of the week, the Texans and Bills. Um, whatever else jumps out to you in the 1 p.m. window, we can just kind of throw at the wall right now. The only thing I'll throw out there, the Bears – that line, I think everyone loves the Lions this week, right? Because they played hard and they've, yeah. they've hung in there. And that's a, cool. that's a smoke screen for me, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I'll give you this. When the Bears are a home favorite, they're not good. Two and five 
uh, against. I think they did win earlier this year, though. So they, yeah, they they pushed the. There was a lot of Cincy plus three that pushed, yeah. but it closed like one and a half or two. So the Bears won and covered that that home game against Burrow. So just that that's the only thing I'll throw out there. That uh that Miami game, guys. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I got nothing for you on that one. All I know is that I have the Titans to win the division and make the playoffs, and I have the Colts to miss the playoffs. So I'm just going to keep rooting for things to go my way. The Colts road on road dogs this week. Next week, they're six and a half road dogs on Monday Night Football in Baltimore. Meanwhile, the Titans have the Jets this week, the Jags next week. Woo. We could be talking about a four and one Tennessee team and a one and four or zero oh and five indie team. That gives us the perfect spot. If you're in the situation and you did all this with the Wentz news, perfect spot to just take a tiny dabble, put it on the Colts to win the division after week five, and you're covered. Hmm. I would just look, say, home favorites. I would say less than a touchdown have not been good this year. I think four and and 16, so (laughs) that kind of puts, what, Miami in that spot there? Did you say four and 16? Yep. When they're home yep. All right, that puts the yeah. Bears in that spot. That puts the Cowboys in that spot. That yep. puts the home <laughs> favorites lot. of less than a touchdown this year have gone four and sixteen against the spread. All right, Patriots, Steve. Anything Patriots, else in the one Patriots PM? Patriots are zero two in those spots too. Just to throw that in there too. Yep, we're we're gonna put Joe on the hot seat. Here we go. You ready, Joe? I'm ready. What number do you bet Houston at? Uh, I'm actually taking them at 16 and a half right now. If I can get them at 17, I will. This is a look ahead spot, everybody. It's a look ahead. Yeah, Chiefs on deck for the Bills. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. That's exactly that's exactly what I have. Bills are a good team to fade here. They are, they go to Arrowhead next week. Not to mention um, the uh, what's it called? Texans are on a show off a short week. And yeah. just to throw this out here. Little statistics since 03, you know, I don't know why 2003 came up, but uh, teams that are 14 point underdogs or higher, they posted a uh, 70, 61, and four record against the spread. So um, I like my 52% chance that the uh, Texans cover in this one. Wow. I'm out on this game. I, I, just, <laughs> I just don't care. I, there's so many other spots I'm going to be invested in. Okay, so we've we've given our uh, best bet, uh, Joe. What's your best bet for this week? Do you have a best bet for uh, for this week? Ooh, so so we haven't talked about it yet. It's the Tampa Bay New England game. I don't know if you guys are saving it. I don't want to sabotage anything. We're going. Well, let's let's go to it. Let's do Tampa Bay New England now and kind of tie it in with best bets. Yeah, my best bet of the week is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now this is tricky. Do you want to take the Tampa? So I, I have an over 27 and a half, their team total. Yep. Okay. That's my play. I'm staying off the game. We can talk about the game. But I like the Bucks to go over 27 and a half because they've done it all year. They just, they've done it. So forget about spreads and all that stuff. They should put. Now, the other thing you can bet is, will the, um, will the Bucks score over three and a half touchdowns? You can get that at plus money. So there's two ways to go with that one. I'm going to bet them both. So over 27 and a half and over three and a half touchdowns. So I'm going to get it at the minus 110. And then at the, I think it's plus 110, um, the, the three and a half line on DraftKings. So that's my best bet of the week. I just think that this is a home game for Tom Brady. And I brought this up as well. Jimmy Garoppolo scored 33 points against Bill Belichick's defense a year ago. I, I think mm. – I think Brady has that circled. I think he wants to go over 33. No, he's putting up points. He wants to go over 33. So taking, and I have thoughts on the sides and all that, but my pick of the week is taking Tampa Bay to have more than 27 and a half points this week. There we go. All right. I'm, I know that your, your counterpart, Dan Lifshatz, thinks that the Patriots have a good shot in this. No, 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 not a good shot. He has the Patriots outright. Oh, Dan. Okay. Dan. So I understand getting your hands dirty. Um, and I understand, I think one of his examples was he gave the Colts playing Manning for the first time, who had Andrew Luck, 
Reggie Wayne, T.Y. Hilton, who people think stinks now, but was very good in 2013. Um, they had some pieces. They also put up 39 points in that game in Denver for the Colts to win that game. The Patriots can't put up 39 points in a month right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're not scoring. So I respect everybody, and I respect the people taking, like, the sevens, and, ooh, if it gets to seven and a half. Here's my – I've rambled about this game all week, and people know how I feel. I'm all over Tampa. Joe, I'm with you on the over team total for Tampa. I have them at minus five and a half. I have Tampa as my favorite teaser leg. Tampa's not – Tom Brady's not losing this game. Um, one. What else? Gronk, anytime touchdown score. Now, he wasn't play. at practice today on Thursday. No, there you go. We need to make sure he's healthy. Obviously, that voids if he doesn't play. If Gronk plays, he's scoring. Antonio Brown's going to score. I'll take him as a touchdown score. Props just came out, yardage props on DK Sportsbook. Gronk, 43 and a half. Antonio Brown, 46 and a half. Those are low. He's going to feed those guys. That, that Brown sounds low. AB is way too low. Jonathan Jones on, on, on uh, Antonio Brown, not good. See ya. Or J- if he's in the slot, like Jalen Mills, any of it. As I was going to say, even Godwin might be someone to look at. Yeah. So I'm like just everything Tampa in this game. I understand it's going to be one of the more public and square sides of the season. It's the books are going to need the Patriots. I don't care. And here's my short explanation of it because I've rambled on this game all week. So I'll try not to do it on this podcast, especially with how much we've talked already. I don't care. I'm more fearful of being against Tom Brady's needs than I am of being on the, against the sports books needs. Tom Brady doesn't care. And there could be, I know you guys have your wrangles, um, ref angles for, for those that don't follow um, the bankroll boys. I don't care. Like Tom Brady's going to win this game and put up points in this game. The Patriots offense isn't going to be able to keep up the, the front seven of Tampa is going to tee off on Mac Jones. The Patriots O line has looked awful. The only way to attack Tampa. And we've seen it from offenses, Matthew Stafford with Deshaun Jackson, Cooper cup, Robert Woods. We've seen it from Dak Prescott with CD lamb, Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. They can go deep on this secondary and put up points. The Patriots don't have the quarterback or the pass catchers to do that, the only way you can hurt Tampa, and you know Tampa's going to put up points, so you have to do that to keep up with Tampa. I've tried as hard as I can to say Bill Belichick's going to have the defensive game plan of his life and keep the Patriots in this game. I cannot get there. Tampa's going to roll. Tampa's going to dominate this game. I have five and a half. You want to say don't bet it at seven. I think no matter what number you have on the game, Tampa's going to cover, win by double digits. I've got this game like, 42 to 16 type of game so square so public the sports books need everything that i'm saying to not happen tom brady's gonna make it happen there you go and don't forget <laughs> don't forget DraftKings sportsbook special in the brady nfl specials. section the week no 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 the weekly special obviously Uh-oh. you have to wait wait for gronk over 68 and a half receiving yards you need 69 <laughs> and a touchdown <laughs> plus 450 Get out of here. Give me that. It was 500 when we recorded. Uh, oh, was it out when we recorded Monday? It was, it was. Plus 500 and it took some money. Yeah, because we uh, moved the lines. I, I look for someone odd to have a big game. Cameron Brait. Um, well, if Gronk is out, yeah, great yeah. props become really yeah. valuable. And then, like, is there another, like, Scotty Miller is out now. Like, is there another guy that could, like, have a game? Um, that might be like a crazy value. Uh, I'm just trying to think like maybe. That maybe Teron Johnson, is that his name? Yeah, whoever like maybe their third running back is or whatever. Because uh, Bernard's out. Oh, I think he's out at least. Um, and I the Patriots run defense stinks, guys. I'm sorry, it stinks. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, every week I'm doing post game. Like the, this, the Patriots have had opportunities this year to stop teams and get the ball back, and they haven't. Miami and last week. Um, and, and I don't know if you guys saw like read any of this but uh uh it's one of the things that i i don't love when we kind of talk about bill belichick without tom brady like it is a real thing guys it's real tom brady was the patriots in in, in i don't i shouldn't say was the patriots just i guess masked a lot of issues that the team had but do you do you know what some of these numbers are like when tom brady played in new england like when they were here the, the numbers were crazy. Like, they covered at a 56% rate. 
Um, and, and like the more the, the more I look at it and I think about this year, like now that they're no longer here, I got I got it right here. Um, yeah, home dog. So when the team played at home for Tom Brady in the regular season, they covered at sixty percent against the spread. Now that he's with the Bucks, Tom Brady, he he's fifty seven percent against the spread. The over hits at fifty two percent of the time. Okay, Bill Belichick now through 19 games is 8 and 11 against the spread without Brady. 42%. The over hits at 28%. Uh, so wow. like the pa- Patriots you can't even you can't even bet the Patriots right now because they're 2 and what 9 against the spread in their last 11 or whatever it is. And the Bucks after a loss are 5 and 0 with Brady. Also following us uh, against the spread loss, 5 and 0. I was just going to say Brady's 5 and 0 ATS off a loss with the Bucks. When the Patriots are an underdog the last five games have gone under the total. So for me, like I can't choose an over or under because the Patriots don't contribute to any of it. Yeah. Um, so this is a, this is a special case game for me though. So like, I know the numbers point to under, but I can't do it because Brady wants to put up 35, 42, 45. So I can't get there. And that's why I go team total. I would just want to say this for, for real, bet, like smart, better, sharp guys. The Patriots are sharp. And again, this goes back to the eyeball versus the trend, right? We see it. The Patriots are struggling. They can't stop the defense. I don't know how they're going to stop their offense. All, all, all I'll say is this, guys, teams on back-to-back games on the road that, like, just lost, that haven't covered all their games, that are, like, without players, this is a bad spot for the Bucs to be seven-point favorites. I'm using the three points extra – as a Tom Brady home game. <laughs> um, all right. So Joe gave his best bet on the Tampa team total. I essentially gave my best bet on um, on Monday's podcast. It's the Tennessee-Tampa teaser, both teams to win. If you want to get Kansas City involved, I've now warmed up to that. So not three legs, but just mix and match those. I think Kansas City and Tampa winning is is equally as strong to me at this point. So those are my best bets. Steve, best bet NFL really quick. Uh, yeah, doing that six-point teaser, uh, getting the Titans down to minus one, getting the package down to half a point. There's your two two-leg teaser. We are just a teaser podcast at this point. We might yep. want to think about changing our name. Unreasonable um, teasers. All right, so that's NFL for the Unreasonable Odds podcast here. Um, Steve's going to take a quick nap, but before we get out of here, I got to do some quick. And now that we're at like an hour, I do mean quick, Joe, because yep. it's a good board, and we could do another hour podcast on college football on Saturday. Give me like three spots that are that are jumping out to you, and and you can wrap it with 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 a best bet. I think Iowa should smoke Maryland this week. Even a though lot Maryland, of respect on, on that spread. Friday night game right there too. I can't. Why believe, is why the heck is Iowa only minus three? Don't know. Um, can't believe <laughs> I'm doing this one. I can't believe I'm even doing this. Oh Miss, give me Michigan upset over Wisconsin, twenty three twenty. Okay, so I've been tweeting about this one this week. The trappiest spread of the season. Wisconsin. So here's my thing. Wisconsin is so bad. We know he's so bad. Graham Mertz, woof. Like, he handed the over away in an easy under game last week against Notre Dame. Um, I, I can't believe this, this game. This is the ultimate trap spot. I'm with you. I think it's, I think it's right. So, like, an example Dude. is last week. Harbaugh 0-12 as an underdog. In his career, it the streak ends. The streak ends this week. Um, so I'm with you. So here's the thing. This is the eye test thing that we've been talking about on the podcast. Like I know everybody's like, this line stinks. You've got to take Wisconsin, but uh, FSU. FSU is a team that took a lot of sharp money. It took sharp money uh, at plus six down to plus four and a half against Wake Forest. What happened? Wake Forest beat them down by three touchdowns. Then FSU goes from a two and a half point dog to a favorite at home against Louisville the following week. Oh, FSU will get it right. Louisville comes out and smokes them. It got closer in the second half, but Louisville smoked them. FSU's just not a good team. Um, and maybe I'll even get up, take five points with Syracuse at FSU this week. That's how bad they are. Yeah. I think it's the same thing with Wisconsin now. Sharp money on Wisconsin. We just got to bite the bullet here and say that Wisconsin stinks. Mertz stinks. And just take Michigan. I, I think I'm with you. Yeah. And I'll just give you one more. 
I backed Notre Dame last week. I've liked Notre Dame all year. When they're a home underdog since 2014, I just tweeted this out. Very good. Five and oh, and they cover by an average of eight and a half points per game. I have to stay consistent. I have Cincinnati with a shot at the national championship this year called, excuse me, college playoff. I like Cincinnati to win as a favorite. If it goes towards Notre Dame, give me the points. Desmond Ritter should be up for Heisman this year. I like Cincinnati to beat Notre Dame on the road, dude. And if they do that and win out and someone falls, Texas A&M, somebody, they may have a shot at getting in the playoff. Oh, God. We're, I thought that we were going to have some debates here, but we are scarily aligned. Oh, Iowa, Iowa, why are they only a three-point favorite? It's a trap. I like them. They're way better than Maryland. Michigan, huge trap. This is Michigan or pass for me. And, yeah, I've, I've already bet uh, Cincinnati money line at, would you, at minus. Did you bet Harbaugh, Steve? <laughs> yeah, sure. No, I'm not. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh in college. <laughs> They're two, Michigan's plus two and a half right now. I, I know. Like, I know. And, and I hope it's not that we last saw Wisconsin bad. You know what I mean? I hope that's not like the – the mindset on, and I know there's a bunch of other games, man. I, I do love Matt Corral, man. Um, I, I think that game just goes over. I just 79. Think it, I, ooh, oh, oh, oh. 79. Oh, God. Oof. 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 I'm entertained to watch that game. I've got, might, I've got a good amount of money on Bama to win it all. I, I might bet 79 and just have fun, man. <laughs> I might just let it roll, baby. Let that, let that over roll, baby. That's going to be a wild game. I, I have a rule. I don't bet against Bama. I don't do it. I'm invested in them to win it all again. Um, if you made me bet the spread, I would take 14 and a half with Ole Miss. It's too many. They're very good. They're going to keep up. Um, Alabama will win the game, um, and I hope they win it all. But, yeah, that's going to be within two touchdowns, I, I think. Even though this isn't the Florida game, Alabama's at home. Um, but still. And – one last spot before before we go, we'll talk some uh, we'll talk some local college football here. The BC Eagles, the four and BC Eagles, who even without their quarterback pulled out a nice home SEC win uh, last week. Here's another eye test one. Like we're getting value numbers on Clemson now. My, oh, minus ten at NC State. Ooh, minus fourteen and a half against BC. I'm on BC plus sixteen here. It's down to fourteen and a half. I'll probably still take them if, as long as it stays above fourteen. Uh, when I get to my college football best bets article, Clemson isn't good. Clemson's just not a good team. They're 0 4 against the spread, man, and they're double digit favorites against BC. If Jerkovic was there, man, I'd be with you. Um, I, I I have like a 55. I don't know what the, what's the total on this one. Uh, I think um, 46 and a half. Yeah. Give me, give me the over and just sit back. This one's going over. Uh, DJ Ugalele will probably have a big day. I just think the running game worked last week for the for the BC. Um, yeah, I don't know if they can do that against uh, against Clemson. So Clemson wins. I don't know if they cover, but give me the over um, for this game. Clemson's not gonna. Clemson's obviously out of the college football playoff. I would say at this dude, point, they're toast. That's another thing, right? Like in college, dude. How many college sports do you see? We're not in it this year. See you later. You know what I mean? Like that could it's be the still- case. Yeah, it's still September. Um, the odds on Clemson before the season to miss the college football playoff were plus 425, and they're out already. Um, pretty pretty wild, and at some point, Clemson's going to have a game where a game like they were supposed to have and score a lot of points. I just hope it's not against BC. Yeah. I, I will say this, though. like I, I know like we did a lot of NFL today. The NFL seems easier to like um, yep. analyze. Does that, does that make sense? Like, yes. College football is hard. Yeah, but it never was like that for me. If I saw a 48-point spread, I just did it. You know what I mean? I laid it. Um, I just feel like there's more things to the NFL now that you just – you can kind of figure out, you know? You can trust these quarterbacks. This is a really bad quarterback class, I think, this year in college football, and I think it makes it harder to cap the game. So, Steve, you're doing the right thing, staying out of this. (laughs) It really is. I'm telling you, I'm crushing my Sundays. My Saturdays are putting a dent in me. I stay away from NBA. I stay away from college football. I know what to avoid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not a bad plan. Although when the NBA uh, load management season comes oh, into play geez. and you get those, no, that's what screws you on on sides. 
that's when you get swoop in on the props. NBA player props. That is how you make your money. It, it, it will be that season soon. Dude, it's funny. I, guys hit me up. Oh, you guys don't do props. But when you do, they're low. I'm like, dude, go talk to the guys at DraftKings, man. Like, that's why we're I here. Got my, I got my head in other stuff, man. Like, but I'll tell you, though, there's money to be made, man. Right? There's, there is money to be made, especially those plus 400s that you mentioned. Like, I just don't have the time to sit down and look at it all day because I'm analyzing these, what teams do on a Tuesday night uh, on grass, which we, we're out of. We're, we're out on it now. But baseball playoffs, Steve. I'm ready, baby. Oh, baby. But and just one more thing. This week, for all the listeners, like, now that things have become legal everywhere, we could potentially see, like, the biggest bet regular season game in history on Sunday, that, that Patriots game. It will uh, be. Yeah. It, I and I so. think it will be. And not to mention, dude, like, hockey's starting in, what, two weeks, three weeks? And, well, we and don't we, address hockey. But, you know, but, yeah. like, college baseball, dude, you need something to do during the – I mean, I'm not college uh, – MLB playoffs, we need something to do during the day for those day games. You know, that one game eliminations, everything. You know what I'm saying? And just this next week, guys, is going to be one of the best betting weeks until March Madness. You know, well, the Red Sox are going to win on Thursday night, as are the Bengals. We know that. Um, so I am hoping for, I haven't, I've told this to Steve, I haven't been to Fenway Park in two and a half years now, pre pandemic. Red Sox host Yankees in a wild card game. I'm in. I'm there. See you at Fenway Park on Tuesday night. All right. So that is going to wrap it up for this edition, the week four edition of the Unreasonable Odds podcast. Want to thank our guy, Joe Murray, for coming on. As always, you can get him on Twitter, at uh, Twitter, Twitty, at, on Twitter, at Joey Murr, 98.5 The Sports Hub, him and Dan Lifshatz, the Bankroll Boys, unbelievable betting podcast. Make sure to subscribe to that as well. I mean, this is the Kowloon Kingpin, as his profile says. Joey Murr right here joining us. Uh, good luck with your bets this week, and we will see you all on Monday. And you follow us on Twitter, at Unreasonable Odd. Yeah, that too. Okay, bye. Bye.